0: Good morning, Anchor Peeps. Paleo Breakfast Fruit Bowl. Uh, Usually stick a bit of uh, coconut uh, cream or milk on top of the fruit, but we don't have any. So um, we'll have to just be uh might throw some peanut butter on top of it. Shoot no two little job this morning, doing a favour for my uncle, getting them going for Halloween, doing a bonfire. So I'm hooking up some stuff for some lights and what have you. Uh, got a study today. Got a study today. Simon, Jew the Simon's actually in? but I need to do a bit of work because I have a presentation on Thursday college studying psychology doing a BA and uh, doing a presentation first one of the year and need to be on the ball need to know my stuff so I'm a little bit behind so when I come back from this place out in County Mead I'll be throwing my head into the books and uh, doing a bit of work so to speak, so uh, that would be the focus of my afternoon. So I've got uh, a few grapes, a few bananas, one banana, a few blueberries, apple, whatever else I can get my hands on, going into the old breakfast bowl, and uh, i got to tell you I'm missing the carbs, I'm missing the bread. bit of sugar a bit of a bit of a carb boost uh, the cravings were hitting me last night and uh, just had to chomp on a few bananas and leave it at that usually I'd be going for biscuits and all kinds of stuff but uh, anyway I'm getting there lost a few pounds already this week probably about uh, probably about four pounds so and um, working so we keep it up the target is 20 pounds so should have that gone by mid to late november all right next up is the coffee i'll talk to you folks later on today take it easy i've got a few call-ins that i want to publish and some thanks that i want to shout out to uh few people so i'll get on to those later this morning i'm not forgetting about you just hitting the road here now so uh once i get a couple of hours time once i get a couple of uh couple of minutes uh, downtime i shall do those um but something something interesting a couple of interesting things happened in the last couple of days that i want to share with you uh the first one is Exciting things for me um, when you get recognition from people who are already doing or already hit a particular level of what we would call success. When you receive acknowledgement, it's that it's it's pretty cool, you know. Uh, it's the reciprocation that I spoke about before and wrote about before. It's the reciprocation in the creative process is what completes the creative process. Um, that reciprocation could be a shout out from somebody or a, or a share or a retweet or, or, or somebody actually putting their hand in their pocket and paying for your shit, you know? Um, and that happened to me there twice in the last few weeks. So the first one was, I spoke about it yesterday, Corey Huff from the Abundant Artist got in touch and uh, suggested that we hook up, that he's he's in this part of the world. And that's a big deal for me, because as far as I'm concerned, he's well-established online, and uh, he's doing stuff that um, I've had ambition to do, and have been doing, although not to the same level as him. Uh, that was the first one. And the second one was uh, on the 6th, the 6th of October, and I completely missed this one. Totally went, went past me. Uh, on the sixth of October, um, de May, the singer, if you've heard about her, uh, she was the the lady who sang the national anthem at the uh, Conor McGregor fight with uh, Floyd, May- Floyd Mayweather. I don't think there's a person on the planet that didn't know about that fight, if you want to call it a fight. Um, anyway, so de May, she's a singer-songwriter and she's she's deadly, like she's deadly. And uh, I've I've a lot of time for her work. I think she's uh, I think she's really cool and a very down to air person, and uh, she she shared my uh, my portrait, I drew a portrait of her, uh, A0 size, it's about uh, 1.2 metres by 800, or 1.2 metres by 900 millimetres, um, full size portrait of Imelda May, and it's pretty good, uh, if I may say so myself, uh, you can check it out on um, you can check it out on Instagram I have it up there on my account Larry G Maguire you can check it out on Twitter on Twitter yeah it's on Twitter Larry G Maguire you can check it out on my Facebook page Storymaker Storymaker is um uh, is a is a page I created a while ago although I think I need to change the name so she uh, she shared it and she gave me kudos and that's that's a big deal for me because that says that people think my shit is good and What's the point in creating something if if you're not going to share it and get it out there to people? Um, And getting it out there and getting that feedback and that reciprocation and a little bit of praise is the other side of the coin. And uh, it's very important. It helps encourage us to keep going. Uh, There's nothing more demoralizing than sharing your stuff, sharing your stuff, sharing your stuff, and you get no interaction. It's like uh, you're talking to an empty room, and that's that's a killer. So uh, I'm really happy. Um, that these things are happening I'm not, I'm not counting on them I think it's important that we don't begin to count on these things if we lean on them too much then we become over reliant and uh, that's a danger because uh, then we end up being disappointed more than anything else So, um, so I'm a happy little camper today it's all going good folks Oh, yeah, and the uh, the Daily Larm is live on uh, iTunes. It took about, I'd say, four or five hours between the time that, um, maybe less than that, maybe three hours, from the time I created the podcast here on Anchor to, uh, to when it went live on iTunes. So happy out with that. Check it out, um, if you will. And uh, I shall talk to you later on. I'll be back on around lunchtime. So uh, I'll see you then. Hope you're having a good morning. Take it easy. I was out with my uncle this morning uh, doing a little piece of work and um, doing him a favour. He's having a, a bonfire for Halloween and uh, wanted to get a few lights going and stuff. So uh, we were having a chat, a cup of tea and, and a bit of a chat. He's a great man for, for chatting and talking about stuff and life experience and all that kind of thing. Gas man. But we, we had a good old chat. I'd say we were talking for about a half an hour. It's a pity I didn't record it, actually. I mean, I should have recorded it. It was a great old discussion but we're talking about uh, life experience and we're talking about maybe some of the downsides to life experience and how beneficial they are and it got me thinking as i as i drove away about the nature of of discussion and dialogue um i like discussion i like engaging with people and uh, going back and forth with a subject um it's never about me trying to convince anybody else that my point of view is the right one it's never about that and people who would engage in that kind of discussion um, really are in for a hard time because the individual experience is unique and valid it's kind of what I like about psychoanalysis yeah psychoanalysis recognizes that the individual experience is valid and uh, completely valid and true and real uh, I think what individuals human beings believe uh, in terms of right or wrong is uh, somewhat flawed we, 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 we think that one side of the argument is right and the other side is wrong when in fact both sides are valid and there is no right or wrong ultimately there is no, there is no right and wrong they're just ideas um, and in large part it's what I see as flawed about the scientific process, Um, and certainly when it comes to psychology uh, and other fields of study, scientific study, is that we're looking for the general. We're looking for the main. We're looking for... uh, We're looking to pile everybody under the bell curve uh, as much as possible, and we disregard the outliers, what we term as outliers and we always want to pigeonhole things and box things off and put labels on them and really that's not although it does provide some uh, overview of things it doesn't give us the understanding and doesn't allow us appreciate the nature and the uh, validity of the individual experience you know and we're too inclined I think to want to, to bunch everybody together and say oh yeah well that's right because all of these people agree so it must be right you know and that's what science does: it looks for the empirical evidence and, and what they call empirical evidence, and disregards anything that doesn't comply with the, with the majority. You know, everything has to be proven by virtue of uh, repetition; it has to recur over and over again in order for it to be deemed valid. And that's within the framework of the scientific process. That's fine, but we've got to appreciate the validity of the individual experience. Uh, Everybody's viewpoint is real and true for them. There is no uh, objective reality. Everything is subjective. Everything. And just because people agree on something or even the majority agree on something doesn't make it right or true. It just means it's the majority. And uh, So that's what I do on Anchor. Um, I present views, I present my own ideas Uh, for discussion it's not about my rightness and it's not about your wrongness and uh, I think broadly speaking as as a human race until such time as we acknowledge the rightness of everybody's view uh, we can never find peace and happiness uh, with anything there will always be conflict because we'll always try and convince the people who are wrong that they need to be right or come over to our side you know our side is right Um, I was talking to Dwan uh, yesterday the one the fried the fried Oreo there was some heated discussion there on his channel regarding race and colour of skin and stuff and uh, it was an interesting discussion but um, I think uh, that discussion in particular can become uh, a spiral downwards into the whole idea of right or wrong and uh, I think that's unfortunate but uh, anyway just just my thoughts on the nature of reality the validity of the individual experience it's halloween and that means the kids are going to be coming in on halloween night with bags of chocolate and sweets and all kinds of sugary loveliness and uh, I've got to admit, I'm a bit of a demon for chocolate and uh, sweet things. I have a very sweet tooth. Um, I don't generally go for uh, fried food and shitty food like that. But I do go for uh, chocolate. Chocolate's a big one for me. But uh, one thing I've noticed about chocolate in recent times is that uh, the quality has diminished in a large degree. Uh, and the way... I have noticed this is when you melt it I make stuff at home I'm a bit of a wizard in the kitchen you know domestic God and all that kind of thing and I make stuff uh, at home food and cakes and stuff like that or uh, the odd confectionery so when I do when I'm melting chocolate I've noticed that when you melt the likes of Cadbury's chocolate it, uh, it goes all weird and I think that has something to do with the oils that they use Um, I think they're fucking up to something. I think they they have some kind of synthetic oil in the chocolate. And although it mightn't um, offer much in the difference in terms of taste, uh, I think it does make a difference in terms of, you know, goodness. There's chocolate that I get, I can pick up in Lidl. And there's a Lidl where you are. Lidl is a German chain of supermarket. And uh, they moved into Ireland about 10 years ago. And uh, they do this chocolate, and I'm not joking you, it's some of the best chocolate I've ever tasted. And it's half the price of uh, some of the more well-known brands of chocolate out there. And uh, they do it in big bars, um, and it's great. And I'd, I'd, I'd mail, like you know the big the big kind of, I don't know, are they 300 grams or 350 gram bars of chocolate? I'd do one of them to myself in a They do one with, uh, with hazelnuts in it, it's a killer. Uh, But I think um, our chocolate is suffering, folks. And those motherfuckers, uh, those corporates, are doing whatever they can to maximise profitability. And uh, they're sacrificing the quality of the product. Um, Cadbury's is actually owned by uh, Mondelez, Mondelez, something like that. They're an international uh, corporate organisation. And they own do they do they own they own a load of brands and uh, they make they make the chocolate now Cadbury's is made in Poland I believe, but uh, I used to be I used to I used to like it a lot but maybe not so much, um so that's my deal on chocolate, but this whole Halloween thing is going to present a serious challenge to me, because uh, I'm on the paleo as I've said before, which means. I've abstained from all confectionery, wheat products, uh, commercially produced foods, and I'm going on natural. So um it's gonna be difficult. Today <clears throat> I'll actually I'll stick it on anchor when I'm doing it. I'm gonna I'm making these uh, almond paleo muffins and uh they're they are almond based and I've got loads of good shit in there and uh I'll talk you through later on, how I put them together, and their are magic, I will munch on them, as my confectionery substitute, uh, over the next few days, and while I'm eating paleo, I make these fairly regular, they're great, love them, so, uh, our chocolate is suffering folks, I think it's not fucking on, what do you think, okay, couple of call-ins, crazy Asian dude, many thanks Travis nice one check it out people
1: hey man I think you brought up a really good point with um, you know enjoying the process and uh, you know not you know being ashamed or you know being discouraged that you're you're new at something and that you suck at it Um, in my own experience I used to play this video game called RuneScape where Um, You can reach really high levels, but it took a really, really, really long time to, you know, raise your levels. And even though I always wanted to be a high level, and so does everyone in that game because it makes you look cooler and you can do way more shit. um, I never got discouraged or, you know, put down or I never really, I don't know. I never really got too caught up in, you know, wanting to be a high level because I was just so obsessed with the game itself that even though I sucked at it or my levels were shit, I just enjoyed where I was and I enjoyed everything that I was doing. And I think that's the same when you're trying to find that one thing or that something that you're trying to get good at as well.
0: Hey, Travis, thanks for the call-ins. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's a good analogy. Um, I remember uh, when I first started doing CrossFit, I, I'd i been, well, I played football for years and uh, always worked out, but the whole CrossFit thing was a completely new area for me and when I started it was like you know you haven't got a clue uh, how to lift the bar properly and I found that the only way I could I could actually uh, enjoy what I was doing or get into it in any way was accept that I was uh, a total noob and get comfortable with that uncomfortable feeling you know Um, but there is a danger in that I think um, in that idea of getting comfortable being uncomfortable that we put up with things that are really uh, negative you know and I think a lot of people fall fell to that but you're right uh, it's the only way you know you got to get present with whatever it is you're doing and and do it for the love of it and I believe when we do that good things will happen you know but thanks for calling
1: by the way I just want to give you a heads up I also used to do the paleo diet myself But I had to stop because I ran into, uh, essentially digestion issues and uh, kidney stones. Um, it really, really fucked with, um, uh, man, I I don't like to say this uh, (laughs) uh, out loud, but because it's kind of gross, but it really fucked with my shits. Um, you know, it made them terrible. Um, I just, I thought like I was waiting for my body to adapt to, um, essentially, Using fat as a main source of burning um you know fuel for energy or uh burning that nutrient for energy um, but uh I just think you know what I've learned from that experience of trying to do paleo is that everyone has different body types and everyone does have a different chemistry, and you know what one what works for one person with a diet might not work for another
0: uh, you're absolutely right Travis, and um I'm I'm very sorry to hear about your shits, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I know what you mean. Um, I I've done variants of the paleo before, and it does kind of mess with your system. There's no doubt about it. For me, when I go on paleo, I tend to cramp up. My hands tend to cramp up, and my back and stuff. Especially when I'm working out, it uh, it it can be tricky. But um, you're right. Uh, there's no one diet fits all, or one eating eating set of eating habits fit everybody. And I think that's the problem with uh, how this whole eating industry, diet industry works. You know, everybody touts their solution as being the one that will help you fix whatever you need to get fixed. And uh, for a lot of people, they just don't fit. And I think people need to take responsibility too, because we tend to uh, trust the information that we receive and all of this dietary advice that we receive. And... um, more often than not, it's only a little portion of, of one person's system that will work for us. And we have to try many systems before we can find a way of eating that, that suits us. But I do think that um, cutting out processed foods does help the system, the body, uh, become more efficient and burning fat and, and becoming fitter faster. You know. Once again, though, dude, thanks for calling in. I much appreciate it. And uh, check you later.
1: Larry the Larb, hey! Thanks so much for talking about this. I like the I like the idea of being able to be a little more structured to that. I think that works for a lot of people, especially because they don't want to spend a ton of time on social media, right? Because they have lives. They 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 want to be able to engage with their their family. They want to engage with their friends. They want to engage at work. And so um, I like how you have this structured process of like, hey, maybe I'm going to chime in, you know, morning, afternoon, and night. And I'm going to have um, kind of a separate uh, you know podcast, one focusing more on. Just your traditional podcast, uh, you know, scenarios. Um, the other one being a little bit more, um, kind of you being you and, and winging it. And aren't we all just winging it on this tool, uh, unless you, you know, are the inventor of Anchor? Sharmso.
0: Hey Sharms, yeah, absolutely. We're all winging it, no doubt about it. And different stages of uh, of different levels of of uh, uh, evolution on this app, and let's face it, um, producing content. Going back to what Travis said earlier on, um, just get comfortable being where you are and do the best you can where you are and enjoy it. Enjoy the process and that's it. Um, I feel my experience has taught me that the more I push and strive for stuff, the more I chase after things, uh, the more they run away and the easier I am about them uh the better the results tend to be. And uh, those results tend to surprise me too, which is always a good thing. I welcome that. I like surprises. All right, take it easy. Have a good one, mate. Take care now. Hey, Ashree, what's happening? It's Larry here from the LARB. Just a quick shout-out to say thanks for checking out my stuff. I was uh, listening to your responses there on the fried Oreo in uh, relation to the whole race thing um certainly got a bit heated in there that's for sure uh so just wanted to say nice to hear your balanced and measured approach uh commentary um uh, fair play to you i think that's needed when when a discussion starts uh, between two or more people uh, who have polarized views on something that can it can tend to get uh, quite heated that's for sure so nice one i'll be checking you out again take care have a good day i'm six days into this new way of eating or well i don't intend to keep it because i like carbs too much i like chocolate and i like sweet things and i like confectionery like a coffee slice have you ever had a coffee slice they're magic but once in a while i like to reset and from monday i commenced uh eating paleo and uh since Sunday night, I've probably already dropped about four pounds, four or five pounds, believe it or not. So um, it's tough for me though because uh, I love I love chocolate and stuff. So I um, I make things to replace them, and one of those things is a muffin, and it's an almond based muffin. Uh, it's made with almond flour and eggs and coconut oil and all kinds of lovely stuff and I'm making them right now and uh, I'm going to share it with you a little bit of what I'm doing and uh, you can make them yourself um, I'm not going to get too into the into the measurements and all that kind of stuff because uh, well it's not too scientific I use uh, almond flour three packets 200 grams each uh, into a bowl 600 grams Uh, A good helpful healthy handful of raisins or sultanas also going into this is two medium Bramley apples picked off my sister's apple tree Uh, skinned and cored and chopped diced finely in the goes Um, three teaspoons of baking powder in in that goes what else have I got then wet ingredients Uh, currently I've got four eggs whipped up I've got one mashed banana Uh, I've got a tablespoon of um, vanilla essence and I've got four tablespoons of coconut oil and two tablespoons of butter all melted on the pan. So those wet ingredients go in together and I pour them in on top of the uh, dry ingredients and give them a good old mix and that's about it. Now the consistency of it, I don't know how this is going to turn out but if it's not wet enough I'll add in another egg or two and uh if it's too dry well then I put in maybe a bit more fruit or a bit more almond flour or whatever. But the consistency I'm looking for here is kind of a a thick consistency so it so it sits in the muffin tray kind of just proud of the surface. They don't rise all too much so um you don't want it too too loose and sloppy. Otherwise uh, well they just don't they don't turn out too well. So um, I'll be munching on these for a couple of days. And uh, in the evening time, I whip these out and I throw them into me. Or I'll take one with me during the day I'm going to work. But uh, I find they're a good replacement for whenever I get a sweet tooth. I should also mention that um, I add a tablespoon of honey. Now, paleo will say that you shouldn't eat honey. But by my reckoning, my paleolithic ancestors... Uh, would have been exposed to honey and I reckon that there would have been bees around that time and I reckon they would have gone for honey like flies on shit, you know Uh, so I'm going to eat it and I put a tablespoon or so into this mixture and by the time it breaks down into one of these muffins it's minuscule anyway So, Um, but the main reason why I feel that eating paleo uh, helps you lose body fat is because um, really you're cutting out all the processed shit you know Anything with an ingredients list on it is is off the menu, so there's no protein bars, there's no uh, health health food, manufactured health food, it's all fresh fruit and vegetables and if there's any mixing stuff together, well then I do that at home here in the kitchen. So that's my mixture, I'm going to whip it all up now, bang it in the oven and I'm going to munch on these things while watching Stranger Things Season 2 tonight. No spoiler alerts on Anchor, please. I'm uh, looking forward to watching this and getting stuck in, all right? Okay, check you later, people. More call-ins. Many thanks, Ashri. Take it away.
2: Hey, Larry. Thank you for the shout-out. You know, I I don't. this is what happens when I don't sleep because I really don't like talking about racism, um, abortion, religion, politics because people get overly passionate, and that's me putting it lightly. Um, it's really difficult speaking to people, and you're right, who have polarized views. And I, to me, when it comes to issues, especially like something as sensitive as that, um, I don't like to dwell on the problem, on you know what's going on on what's wrong. I like to focus on the solution because I've already experienced a lot of what's been mentioned. Not, of course, the same way as you know other people but i'm just saying like i too face racism but i mean what are you gonna do are you just gonna sit and let it happen or are you gonna actually do something about it and so i know we can't you know of course do too much but um baby steps so i don't know thank you though have a good one
0: hey folks just about to sign off on this particular episode of the daily larp if you're listening on itunes uh, you can catch some more stuff over on anchor Uh, essentially as I've explained before what happens here is that uh, during the course of the day I'll record particular segments on Anchor and then stitch them all together uh, for the podcast episode which are published later in the day and as this thing progresses I'll produce a little more formal structure to it, Uh, have let's say featured content on each particular day, uh, ask people to call in and voice their views as the show becomes a bit more popular uh, I've only really kicked off on Anchor in the last uh, maybe couple of weeks or so although I've been on for a while um, I like the platform and it has great scope to, uh, to create some good stuff uh, the, the new feature that came out there yesterday I think it was allows uh, uh, different creators on Anchor to hook up and, and have a conversation so I think that's pretty cool uh, Ray Heffernan and I, uh, if you've checked out uh, Ispod, Irish uh, songwriter podcast ispod.ie on Anchor and uh, on the web, uh, Facebook and what have you, him and I are going to hook up uh, on a weekly basis for discussion. The topic um, or the subject matter hasn't necessarily been drilled down yet, but uh, whatever it is, it's going, to be, it's going to be focused around creativity and art and music and all that kind of stuff. Uh, because we share common ground there. Um this podcast and uh, the regular show are all uh I suppose a for the development of the stuff that I write about over at Larrygmaguire.ie sorry dot com dot IE is a different different platform uh Larrygmaguire.com uh I write there about creativity art and work and life in general and uh you can go over there and check out some of my stuff. I also write out uh write uh, short stories and a little bit of poetry too, but what floats my boat um, essentially is creativity and how we can do what we love to do and make a living doing it, and uh, that's my primary focus. I also like to talk about uh, culture, and uh, I also like to talk about diversity and, and the whole creative process, and that's what life is, isn't it, you know, it's figuring out what floats your boat and doing more of it. What got me down this particular avenue uh, is my own experience um, in work and life and creativity. For a long time I ignored uh, the creative calling and uh, I believe that that creative calling expresses itself or at least tries to in whatever we do and Uh, Although most of us might be led uh, by, let's say, parental influences and societal influences and peer influences, to go down a particular road of work, that always there is something else that calls us to do what's in our heart, you know, even if we don't realize it. And uh, I think it's vital for our sanity. Uh, Life is too short. Why would, why would you spend your time doing stuff you don't like doing? Uh, and subsequent to that experience over the last, say, 17, 18 years, um, I've realized that uh, it doesn't necessarily matter what you're doing, that uh, it's about how you're focused and where your mind is. And I suppose it's, it's a case of what you're being in the moment of whatever you're doing rather than what you're doing and uh, it's the difference between making it and not making it you know you could have the same technical skills as the next person uh, and the next person might achieve greatly and, and you don't so why is that um, there's got to be something else and uh, I believe that that something else is, um, is there for everybody if we can just kind of snap out of the preconditioning that we carry with us about what it means to work and a whole notion of work needs to change i think and it will change i've written about artificial intelligence uh, in the recent past uh, and there's even a podcast episode i think there about it is there there might be but uh, with the advent of artificial intelligence we will have no choice but to do things we like and maybe it'll be a good thing for humanity i remember um, one of the significant experiences of mine in the last number of years what kind of kicked me off down this road uh, was I was sitting in my van waiting for a building to open I was doing a service call I don't know maybe maybe about six or seven years ago and I remember uh, looking at people just watching people as they moved along the street heading to walk and everybody was heads down blinkers on grey-faced no smiles just Tear arson down the road um, to get to their jobs, to get into their desks, um, and follow instructions for the day. And uh, same at lunchtime, everybody goes out at the same time. Okay, lunchtime, everyone, time for your break, and up you get and out you go. You know, we love following rules. Um, we lo- we love following rules. I fucking can't stand it. I never was good at following rules. I was never good at following um, other people's instructions um, although I suppose that's not technically true uh, as an apprentice I would have followed instructions and I followed them pretty well I'm, I do well on a team where I believe this, that the focus is in the right direction but uh, I think for a large part as an adult, I'm a bit of a lone wolf in regard to my my uh, the stuff that that I like to do. I hate going along with the crowd. I'll nearly do the opposite to what everyone else is doing just to be different, you know. Uh, but that's just me. Um, so I was watching these people, um, grey faced, sullen faced, walking to work, rushing to their desks, and on the other side of the road, in stark contrast, walked these three guys who were laughing and joking and. ...having a great time, whatever they, they thought was funny, um, it just the contrast was just so striking. Uh, now these guys could have been drunk, they could have been coming from a party or whatever, but it didn't matter. What was remarkable was this contrast between the two, and I just thought to myself, what the fuck am I doing, you know? What am I doing here? Why am I doing stuff that I hate? Why am I, why am I doing this stuff? And, and, you know, work as I later understood... Wasn't necessarily the thing that was getting me down But it was my particular Mindset around work And uh, Anything can be a toil you It know? doesn't matter what it is If you don't like it it's going it's to drag you down Or if you think that it's it It's causing you the problem But uh, Even the greatest freedom In the world can drag you down If you don't know how to use it And uh, I was just talking to, to Again just to reference Ray Me and Ray were talking about freedom and what freedom is I think we were actually discussing it here on Anchor um, and freedom is uh, freedom the need for freedom says we're already imprisoned you know and if we're imprisoned there's no one else prison pr- imprisoning us other than ourselves so um, yes in short everything I write everything I produce is about expressing creativity encouraging other people to express their creativity follow your heart do what you love find a way Uh, you have to find a way because life is short and one day you'll expire and as I was talking to my father recently about it uh, we were discussing you know the whole thing and I pointed out that uh, once his grandchildren are gone everybody will forget about him and the amount of people have moved through this world and nobody remembers them it's it's remarkable so what are we doing like why why the fuck why why are we not doing what we want to do it's crazy so uh I believe we've got to find a way to do what we want to do and uh whatever lights your fire you gotta do that. So uh yeah, that's what the LARB is all about, that's what the daily LARP is all about. I might throw a mixed bag in the early in the early parts of the day and it might be a bit kinda ramshackle or whatever or whatever you know. Um so be it. But the latter half of the day, the latter half of this particular episode or the episode for the particular day. Will be a little bit more thought out, uh, a little bit more, um, I suppose, uh, focused on one particular thing and uh, something like this, you might say. So I will look forward to talking to you tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and uh, have a good night or day, depending on where you are on the planet. And uh, I shall talk to you later. Larry out. Take care now.